I want to talk to you about Sweat Block for a second. This is a phenomenal product. It is something that uh, I use every single day, uh, and I'm amazed by it. Uh, I'm a guy that lives in Texas, and it gets sweaty down here, and I sweat a lot, and it's not pretty. It's not pretty. Um, and I've had problems with deodorants and everything working for me that work for a little while uh, and then not work. This is a deodorant stick, a sweat block that is really, really top of the line. Even better is their sweat block wipes. You wipe them under each arm and for six days you're covered. It's I, I mean, it's amazing. Truly amazing. Get the deodorant stick or the wipes. Uh, you get a 20% off if you go to sweatblock.com. Use the promo code Beck. It's sweatblock.com, promo code Beck. Or you can also find them on Amazon. Today, in the first two hours of this broadcast, I've told you some things that are gravely concerning. I gave you the signpost and the mile markers of where we are. And America, you need to wake up now. These things that could never happen in America are happening. This is reality. But I also told you at the beginning of the show that uh, there was... The most important answer I could give you, uh, and if we all did this, you will you will protect your family, yourself, and your country. I'm going to give that with a special guest in 60 seconds. Once in a while, somebody comes along and puts a new face on an old thing, and you see it in a new light. Up until now, you probably, you know, gone along with whatever a mobile company offered. You know, they give you a good deal. That's great. And it's probably not really that great of a deal all the time. Usually a hassle to switch mobile companies. Um, Now, big mobile companies, I don't know if you are aware of this, but Verizon, for instance, gives a lot of money to Planned Parenthood. I don't want a single dime of my money going towards abortions and defending abortions. Not a dime. That's why I have Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile not only doesn't send their things to, like, abortions, but they also don't send any of their profits to anything other than constitutional principles. Things that um, organizations that are defending freedom of speech, the right to life, they're big on that. They're big on our schools and trying to stop all of this transgender stuff in our schools. Stand with people who are standing with you. Get great uh, a great discount on your uh, phone service. You're going to save a lot of money. It's great phone service. They're on the same cell towers as everybody else. 
It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the promo code Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 972-PATRIOT. Max Lucado is with us now. Max, how are you? It's great to see you, Glenn. It's good to see you. Thank you. Um, Max says he's a guy who writes books for people who uh, don't read books. Um, And those people... um, uh, read a lot of his books. Ninety-six million copies of his books are in print. Fifty-six languages worldwide. Um, he had just started a new podcast with a global pandemic. He started a video uh, check-in, a daily video check-in. More than uh, that, that check-in is more than forty-two million times people have checked in with it, and he now has his Encouraging Word podcast, which is one of the top podcasts in religion and self-help. Um, and he's here because he has a new book called Help is Here. Max and I were just talking off the air, and I want you to know as a listener, um, I think what Max is going to outline is um, vitally important. I don't believe in coincidence. I have told you for a very long time that there's going to come a time when you're going to be you're going to need the spirit so close and you listen to the spirit so closely that when it says stop turn around you will stop turn around and go the other way i've said that for 15 years yesterday i told you that time is here yesterday i think four times on the show which is an unusual number for me unless i really want to make sure people hear it Uh, Yesterday, I said, you will not survive. You will not survive what is coming without the constant companion of the Holy Spirit. That's unusual for a public broadcaster to say, but I know it to be true. Something I didn't know yesterday, because we booked this maybe a month or two ago, that Max was coming And I knew he was coming with a book. And as I'm doing my show prep, I realize what the book is about. Help is here. Finding fresh strength and purpose in the power of the Holy Spirit. Welcome, Max. I think you're supposed to be here today. (laughs) I'm just so excited, Glenn. Uh, Number one, I'm always excited to see you. I admire you, hold you in highest esteem, and deeply, deeply appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, I think you're such a crucial voice in our society and thank you for not giving up and Mm. for not throwing in the towel nope nope that ain't gonna gonna, happen it's not gonna happen yeah so thank you yeah thank you and i'm just happy to be here to see you and and to discuss the the power and the presence of the holy spirit so it's weird because as you said you didn't say god you didn't say jesus you said the holy spirit define what the holy spirit Mm -hmm. is yeah, well, the Holy Spirit is the living presence of God on our planet today. The Holy Spirit uh, executes the will of God, just as Jesus did when Jesus was on the earth, and just as God the Father does, uh, primarily prior to Christ, and then Christ executed that will, and now the Holy Spirit is executing that will. It's not quite that tidy yeah, yeah, right. you know there's always yeah, yeah. overlap that our little minds cannot conceive of but it, but it also it verifies truth yes yes and the holy spirit will lead us into all truth that was the promise of christ 
Uh, the Holy Spirit is here to strengthen us, uh, to convict us, to challenge us, to comfort us, to heal us. And uh, I think where you and I align so closely is that as we look back, especially over the last two or 300 years uh, of, of the world history and then the 300 years of our nation's history, there have been seasons in which we desperately needed societal renewal. And those seasons came, Glenn, as a result of an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, not as a result of a new policy, a new president, Correct. or a different change of leadership, but there was or a even sovereign... A ch- even a church. Even a church, absolutely. Or not pastors. Yeah. But there was a supernatural, we'd look at the first great awakening, the second great awakening, even the Jesus movement Correct. that we recall from mm-hmm. the late 60s or mid 60s into the early 70s. There are these occasions in which God in his sovereignty says, I'm going to rescue my people. And it's always right in the midst of or toward the end of a time of, of desperation. And I think that's what you're saying. We're desperate in need of a help. So when I say, because it's definitely a prompting, um, you don't survive without it. And I've described it this way for 15 years, maybe Mm -hmm. 20 years. Describe to somebody who's not all familiar with this, what does that mean? Mm Mm-hmm. When you say you don't survive without him, you are spot on. And and just just quickly, statistically, we see this, right? Uh, Anxiety is off the charts. The loneliest generation ever recorded is the millennial generation. Uh, About 24% say they have zero friends. During the season of life, you should have an abundance of friends and building families for the future. One out of four saying, I don't even have a friend. The most alarming statistic is that suicides are up 33% uh, since 1999, the highest they have been since World War II. And so I think you're spot on, Glenn, and we're we're in the midst of a devastation, but it has come kind of gradually. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, we still go out to dinner. We still get up and get our kids off to school. It's not like a bomb has gone off, but really it has. It has. A bomb has dropped upon us, and and, and people are either taking their lives or they're checking out emotionally all around us, and, and, and we're not aware of it. And so it's an insidious attack that we're feeling. It's stealth. It's quiet. Uh, it would almost be easier if we had, you know, an invader crossing our oh, shores. Oh, it would be much easier. Yeah, because then we'd Look wake at the difference up. between 9-11 yeah. and yeah. today. Yeah. But now we're battling lethargy, we're battling depression, we're battling infidelity, and it's really taking its toll on us. So, but to answer your, your question, this is the time that the Holy Spirit loves to flourish. And the Holy Spirit comes as that invisible presence of God, wherever he is invited to bring about healing and wholeness and fresh starts. And this is really what we need. And this was the promise of Christ on the night before his crucifixion. He said, I must leave so that the Holy Spirit can come. In other words, what you have had in me in the form of a physical body in the presence of a Messiah, I'm going to leave so that everybody from now on all over the planet can receive that same presence and power. You have written um, during the pandemic 
that, and I want to quote this, let this observation be included in the history books. We did not know how to pray. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, we didn't. Uh, you mentioned that during the pandemic, I took on a, a job of a daily podcast, and, and at the end of each podcast, invited people to post their prayer needs, and we would read over, we being my team, would read over those prayer needs. Uh, they came from you know Connecticut to Cambodia, from all mm. over the world. By far and away, the most common statement was, I'm so discouraged, I don't know how to pray or I'm so weary, I can't find the words, or all I can do is sigh. Uh, I think that's important because in the conversation about the Holy Spirit, one of his assignments is he takes our prayers and presents them before the tribunal of heaven. He takes our groans, our utterings. The Apostle Paul said, we do not know that for which we should pray, and we really don't. I mean, do we pray for healing or for heaven? Do we pray for deliverance uh, or do we pray for uh, uh, e- even death if you're a prisoner? You know, mm-hmm. we don't know exactly how to weather these storms. The power of the Holy Spirit is that he takes when Glenn or Max can't even utter the right prayer, the Holy Spirit says, I'm, I'm, I take over. And I take that prayer and I take it and I present it before the, the presence of God in heaven which I find so encouraging because that reminds me that the real power of prayer doesn't depend upon the way I pray or even I who pray, but upon the one who hears the prayer. Mm-hmm. And that's what will bring strength and, and help to people during tough times. All right, so let me uh, – I have two questions on prayer. One is outgoing and one is ingoing, and they both involve the Holy Spirit. Um, let me get to that here in one minute. First, let me tell you about Goldline. Uh, This year, the Russell 3000 Index tracks the 3,000 largest U.S. traded stocks. It has lost $13 trillion in value. That's trillion with a T. You know, we used in a news story today, uh, quadrillion with a Q. That is the first time I've ever done a news story that quoted a number that was one quadrillion dollars. That's the number that our 24 biggest banks now have in derivatives. Do you remember that word in 2008? It was under a hundred, a hundred trillion. I think it was like $53 trillion in 2008. It's one quadrillion now. Could you please, please do your homework about diversifying what you have in the stock market? But Glenn, the stock market's up today. Uh Uh-huh. It is. It is. Uh, Now might be a good time to diversify. Take some of that and put that into land or gold and silver. Uh, Let me tell you about Goldline. When you buy a box of 20 graded historic $5 Indian gold coins, you'll get a five pack of the Maple Flex bar at no extra cost. Five times 19 pieces in each Maple Flex bar equals 29 five free legal tender silver pieces with uh, each qualified order. So call Goldline today. Find out how to acquire these unique, popular, and extremely important products. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID.
So, Max, um, uh, I pray differently than I think a lot of people pray. I just, I just talk to him, and I can be doing anything, but I'm just talking to him, and mm-hmm. uh, and you know, it's 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 a very informal uh, kind of prayer. But I see him as my buddy, mm-hmm. um, also mm-hmm. my sovereign uh, mm-hmm. as well. So different times, different things. But um, when it comes to the spirit. Um, sometimes the way I, I know when the spirit is communicating what I have to do, it's clear to me when it is something I really don't want to do, (laughs) you know, Hey, uh, no, I don't think that's right. No, I got it. I got it. That, that little voice of, ah, that's probably not right. Is the prompt, I think is the promptings of the spirit. Yes. When I'm lazy or or i just want it to go my way Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um so uh, how does the how does the um how can the average person get that it doesn't have that feeling yet how can they tell the difference between their voice and the spirit's voice because that's hard sometimes it is it is and i know i know uh you're the one asking questions, but I'm so fascinated by your fascination with the Holy Spirit. Why? I, I, I don't know. I, I just didn't expect us to be having this uh, candid of a conversation. Mm. And so I'd, I'd love to know your history. Uh, I can give you a, a two-minute answer to your question. Sure. But at some point, I'd love to know. I bet that everybody would love I'll to know. I'll give you two minutes. Then. Okay. <laughs> you okay. give me the first two. Okay. So here, here's the key. Voice and verse. They're the two words that work for me. Uh, the Holy Spirit speaks through the verse, speaks through Scripture. When, as a preacher used to tell me as a boy growing up, when you open the Bible, God opens his mouth. Yeah. And I think there's truth in that. Yeah. Uh, for that reason, I do think it's important for every person to spend time with an open Bible and an open heart every day. Uh, I know sometimes it's hard to understand the Bible, but I do believe that the Holy Spirit will help us. What's amazing is when it's happening, Mm -hmm. um, you know it because you'll understand it in a different way. Mm -hmm. You'll read something you've read maybe a thousand times and you'll go, Oh, oh wait, wait a minute! Or yeah, yeah. Or or that scripture will be deposited in your mind or in your heart, mm-hmm. and as you're going through the day, the Holy Spirit will bring that scripture Correct. to mind Correct. and say, "Remember what you read this morning. I'm with you always, even yeah. to the end of the age." Oh, okay. You were saying that to me. Yes. And so the verse, and then also the voice. I really believe that since you have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside you, then you are a holy person on earth. And uh, the voice you hear, and I know that phrase, the voices that we hear, we, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. we play with it. Everybody but, knows it. Though. But but we've got these voices that say, wait a second, be careful, or watch what you're saying, or press forward, or green light. You, you, you get these, the Holy Spirit uh, requisitions our thought process and begins to guide us. Now, the Holy Spirit will never, through an inner voice, say something that will contradict with the verse. Mm-hmm. So the verse always mm-hmm. outranks the voice. But there are those times in which the voice and the verse work together, and that voice you hear inside you 
or that verse you've read today, they come together and you say, okay, there's God guiding me. There's God guiding me. Uh, People are, I think, often unaware of the promise of Scripture that God will guide us. You don't have to go through this life without a GPS. You'll screw. I did. You'll screw your life up six ways to Sunday Mm. until you just go, all right. Yeah. All right. I, I, I. You know, I spent my whole life going, I got it. I got it. <laughs> Until you realize I ain't got you it. I ain't got it. I ain't, I ain't got, got it. it. Never um, stronger than that moment. Yeah. Tell. Can you give us a little context as to your um, history? I was, um, I was desperate for forgiveness, and I got baptized, and, uh, and uh, it's true. I mean, it. it my whole life changed on that day. Whole wow. life changed on that day. And I got married to a wonderful woman. And um, uh, she called me one morning and uh, she said, I'm in a, I was just in a car accident. Come get me. And she hung up the phone. This is before we had cell phones. We couldn't afford a cell sure. phone. So we didn't have cell phones. Um, and, and I said, I'll be right there. Click. Hung up the phone. Where? <laughs> Where? Where are you? And I, I'm praying about it. I got to get there. I got to get there. And immediately I knew exactly where she was, but I was new with the spirit Hmm. and I knew better. And so I kept driving that way and I'm like, no, it's too far. It can't be. And I turn around and I'd go back and I'd go another way. She must be on this street. She must be on this street. And all the whole time. Keep going. Keep mm-hmm. going. I got onto the highway. I went through a toll mm-hmm. and I drove about, I don't know, 100 feet. And I went, this is too far. She wouldn't have been this far. And I turn around. As it turns out, she was about 200 feet ahead. Mm. And after that experience, I really realized there is no such thing as a coincidence, A. So stop saying it's a mm-hmm. coincidence. And B. Mm. If you listen and don't reject it, that voice will become strong. It wants to help you. Amen. It wants to help you. That's true. And it will speak to your life and help you on things that are beyond your understanding. Also, the little things, too, but the things beyond your understanding. Back with Max Lucado. Help is here is his new book. Next. Okay, so how many apps do you have on your phone right now? Of that number, how many of them aren't just massive wastes of time? Not very many, I'm guessing. Of that number, how many of them are actually saving you money every day? Let me tell you about the Upside app. Upside is an amazing app that will actually save you money right away on gas, but also on groceries and dining out. All you have to do is download it and use the promo code BEC. Go to the App Store right now. Just download the Upside app. Then use the promo code BEC and you'll automatically get 25 cents or more back for every gallon of gas on your first tank of gas. And from there, you just find an offer for whatever you're buying uh, and you just you check in on your app, your Upside app at the business. And when you pay you get paid. It's easy. You feel the results immediately right in your wallet. Download the free Upside app and use the promo code BECK and get 25 cents or more back for every gallon of gas in your first tank of gas. Do it right now. Go to the App Store. Get the Upside app. Download it and use the promo code BECK. 
Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Uh, I've asked Max Lucado to uh, stay on with us for a few more minutes. He has a uh, book out. It's brand new. came out a couple of weeks ago called Help is Here, Finding Fresh Strength and Purpose in the Power of the Holy Spirit. Um, you know, when you start talking about the Holy Spirit on commercial radio, program directors generally are like, oh, God, would you stop talking? <laughs> um, but I, I don't think there is anything more important. If you could just fix one thing, one thing that would change the world. It would be align yourself with the Holy Spirit and begin it today and start listening. Because if you don't have that constant companionship, I don't think you're going to make it. There's going to be too many close calls and too many things that you'll, you'll get off path. You've got to have that constant companionship. Max, welcome back. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So we were just talking off the air, and I described, you know, where I think most Americans are, at least those who listen, uh-huh, uh-huh. and asked you to kind of take, yeah, you know, take the mic here for a second and, and speak directly to those who are worried about their country, worried about their children, mm-hmm. worried about what is coming next, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and how to mm-hmm. deal with anger as well. Yeah, yeah, and... And despair. And despair. And despair. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me describe a situation and see if it sounds familiar, okay? Uh, the Christian faith is in decline. Mm-hmm. Um, spiritual indifference is everywhere, mm-hmm. uh, even though there are parts of the country where uh, population is up 300%. Uh, church attendance is down uh precipitously over the last over the prior 10 years and on the rare occasion that spirituality is discussed it's quickly dismissed it's not in vogue uh the idea that there is a right and wrong is out of fashion uh and the idea that there is even an ultimate judgment uh brings uh professors to mock the very possibility of it uh the whole idea sounds ancient and barbaric. Mm-hmm. That's not good news. But that's not recent news. Because what I just described, what I just described was the way that Presbyterian pastors were describing the United States in the year 1802. Mm. 1802. Mm. Uh, Francis Asbury, after whom Asbury Seminary in Kentucky was named, he was a Methodist bishop. He wrote this in 1794. He said, in the American frontier, not one in a hundred came here to get religion. Everybody came to get good land. And then there's a visiting Presbyterian missionary who in the same year, Andrew Fulton, wrote, all the newly formed towns in this western colony and there is no representation of religious people in other words the nation was struggling under a spiritual drought just like we are today but then the reason i included that in the book is because the raindrops started to fall in the power and the presence of the holy spirit 
something broke out that historians have called the greatest religious revival in the history of our country. It was called the Cane Ridge Revival. There was a group of pastors uh, back in the hills of Kentucky who committed themselves to pray prayers of desperation because the country was in such dire straits. And so they began to pray together. And then they decided to begin having what they called Eucharist services in these small churches up in the hills. One of those churches was called Cane Ridge. And Cane Ridge was going to host the uh, weekly Eucharist service, and that brought people from other churches. And they built a tent expecting that there would be 500 people. 20,000 people came. They Mm. poured out of the hills in their wagons and on their horses, and they stayed and they stayed and they stayed, not just for hours, but for days, and not just days, but for weeks. And sermons were preached. Communion was celebrated. No small amount of prayer and, and groaning and praying. And the consequence of that, Glenn, was the second great awakening. And that second great awakening blessed our country for a solid generation and led directly to the abolition of slavery, uh, to the uh, uh, defense of women's rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, a variety of societal reforms began. So I tell that story, number one, to encourage us. At any point, God in his sovereignty can release the raindrops of the Holy Spirit upon us. And then also to challenge us. Let's keep praying. Mm-hmm. Let's invite the Holy Spirit. God can reverse this trend in a heartbeat. Maybe all he's waiting on are some people like you and me to say, come, Holy Spirit. Uh, and I think those prayers come when we see the world in such a desperate situation. I will tell you that it is so nice to live here in Texas. <clears throat> I went to my uh, son's football game, and uh, and I just was talking to people and people generally come up and say, you know, Hey, so, uh, really, I mean, how bad do you think it is? I'm like, you listen to the show, you know how bad I think it is. And, uh, and they'll start talking and they'll say, well, what do you think? What do you think the plan is? And I've just started saying in the last couple of months, the only way we survive is with God. Mm. The only way we Mm -hmm. must humble ourselves and turn back to God. Amen. Um, and, this Friday night, every single person I talked to said excitedly, right, right, that's, that is the only answer, right? Hmm. I, people at least you think hear. God's doing something? I do. I do. I've never seen that before. All right. I just got goosebumps. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's uh, I think, you know, and it doesn't take all of us, you know. No. The tipping point is 18, was it 17 or 18, 19%? Which is it, Stu? Do you remember the tipping point? It's it's under 20%. Yeah. Um, and if you are dedicated to yeah. that, it changes the world. Changes the world. Well, you think about stories in the Bible like the story of Elijah and uh, the entire country of Israel had sold out, sold out to Baal, the worship of Baal, a, a, a false god that required child sacrifice and temple prostitution. We're only a hundred years after the construction of Solomon's temple, and the whole nation had sold out. But God's God shoulder tapped Elijah. Elijah challenged the prophets to meet him on Mount Carmel. It was eight hundred and fifty to one. Those are not good odds. No, no. <laughs> but when Elijah prayed, God sent fire. 
because it doesn't matter to God what the odds are. He's just looking for that quorum of people like you, Glenn, preferably like me, like all of our listeners, who will say, okay, we're going to believe, we're going to have faith, we're not going to get bitter, and we're going to trust and wait for God to work. I've got just a couple of minutes left with you, and Max, I so appreciate your time. Uh, The name of his book is Help is Here by Max Lucado. Um, Max, um, help me out with um, anger. There is there is righteous anger Mm -hmm. with what's being done to our families Mm -hmm. and our even our jobs and our bank accounts and our country. No doubt. But we cannot be a part of that. How do you, how do you get past that? Okay, two or three thoughts come to mind. Number one, yes, there is a righteous anger. Jesus cleaned the temple. I mean, he went in and really made a point, made a statement. Uh, If God calls us to uh, react in a way that hurts other people, I think we've overstepped the bounds. What we have to do is clearly state our position, clearly state that we believe in the sanctity of life, believe that God is sovereign and determines the genders of children before they're even born. We have every right to believe this and state it clearly. What we don't want to do is become cynical and bitter, to become those people that uh, pick a fight every time we turn. Let's be clear thinking. Let's be equipped in our knowledge. Let's be prayerful. Let's be more on our knees than up well in our fists and trust that the God who uh, sovereignly declares uh, the world is his, he will take care of it. God has said, vengeance is mine. I will repay. So it's his job to settle all scores. It's not my job. My job is to be faithful to him and to try to clearly articulate my beliefs and understand my worldview. And uh, I think that's my primary challenge. And how do you, what do you say to people who say, well, no, we've got to do something. That's not enough. I mean, we got to do something. Well, what is that something? You know, what is that something? Uh, I, 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 I do think we underestimate the power of prayer. I really do. And I do think that our real enemy is not flesh and blood, but against the principalities and the powers of this world's present darkness. Yes. And so the real enemy uh, is not somebody who's on the other side of the aisle, but the real enemy is the devil himself. There is a devil, and this devil seeks to do nothing but uh, destroy, destroy and chaos. create chaos. And so prayer and praise are our weapons, our spiritual weapons. We pray, we beg God, because we've been bought by the blood of Christ. We're in the kingdom. You're a part of the church of the, of the, of the Lord's family. Uh, you, you and I have access to the king of kings. So let's storm the gates with prayer. And then let's praise. Let's praise. The Apostle Paul said that uh, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. And when we praise him, that ticks the devil off because the devil wants our praise, and mm-hmm. we're giving it to God, mm-hmm. and that releases even more power to come upon the earth. And it makes us the happy warriors that Martin Luther King was. There you go. You there know? you go. He, all he did was stand and tell the truth. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, you just state the truth. You know what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I think our biggest, our biggest challenge right now is to remember who we are, mm. where we came from, mm-hmm. what we know to be true, yeah. and just stand there. Mm. Just, just do not move a muscle yeah. from that place. Steadfast. You know? Uh, it, it, what are they going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. And yeah. you don't have to be, I don't want to become them. I don't want to become no, an agent you. of uh, yeah. of chaos yeah. and everything yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Max, so good. Is our time already up? Our time is already <laughs> up. The name of the book is Help Is Here by Max Lucado. Um, and, uh, and pick it up wherever you get your books, uh, or you can go to maxlucado.com. Uh, maxlucado.com. What is the name of your podcast, too? The Encouraging Word. The Encouraging Word. Check it out. Max, thank you. Okay, my As friend. always. Thank you. Best. If uh, you are one of the many people wondering what you can do to help the people of Florida after the devastating hurricane they've just gone through, this is for you. Right now, My Patriot Supply is donating 10% of all of their proceeds to Mercury One's relief efforts in Florida. Our relief efforts in Florida are in high gear right now. And uh, if you want to make a direct donation, you can do that at mercuryone.org. Just go to our emergency relief fund. Um, I thank my Patriot Supply for doing this because people need food. So they're taking and they're shipping food out to people in Florida. This is one of the many reasons why we partner with them. They get it and they're part of our community. My Patriot Supply is offering a 20% discount on their three-month emergency food kit when you order at preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. So go there today. Get you know more than one of them if you can. You should have a three-month food supply for every member of your family. That is, that's You should have that. Uh, they ship fast. They ship free. They arrive discreetly at your door. Go right now and get this 20% discount. Preparewithglenn.com. And uh, help our fellow citizens in Florida at the same time. Preparewithglenn.com. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Well, the. Uh the Dow is up almost 800 points today, uh, and uh, Bitcoin is back up over 20,000. So it's fixed. Everything's going to be fine. Everything is fine. What were we talking about earlier today? Uh, by the way, there is a um, a great article on theblaze.com. Uh, it is uh, Carol Roth. How to Survive Economic Pain That Is Ahead in the Biden Economy. You can find it now. Um, in fact, we'll tweet it out if we can tweet it out at uh, Glenn Beck um, and uh, post it on all of our different socials. But uh, she gives a long term, medium term and short term to do list things that you need to do to protect yourself. Um, and she said, you know, in terms of short term preparation, it's almost certain that the broad uh, economic environment gets worse from here. So take on an austerity perspective and cut out an, an, any unnecessary expenses while you beef up your emergency funds, if you can. Um, 
She said, if you're fortunate enough to have any additional funds, max out your employer 401k match. Uh, look at some inflation protection from Series I savings bonds, uh, if you can keep your money up tied up for five years, or find some uh, return even if it doesn't keep pace with inflation. Just any short-term return would be good. Keep your powder dry. Um, that's the, the basics that you have to do. That That's short-term. Then she goes into medium-term and long-term. And if you would follow those things... I think you will be a lot safer than most people are right now. What you saying about playing dice? Uh, strangely, she didn't mention it in this article. In this article, yeah, because I got a new dice guy. Really, you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they seem to be weighted oddly. Uh-huh. When they roll, they seem to come <laughs> really? to certain numbers. I can't huh. always. Or sometimes they stop rolling and then they, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. they wait a second and they and go then they over come one more. Yeah, which is that's weird. just the wind. I'm sure that's, it's that's just what he says. That's yeah, what he's, okay, that's yeah, good. Yeah, that confirms yeah, yeah, it. So it yeah. is a good investment. Oh, sure it is. Okay, good. Uh, that in craps. Oh yeah, craps. Yeah. Hey, at least at least craps you can get the best odds in the casino. Yeah, which at this point might be a good return might compared be better. to reality. You know, it's it's weird with craps. It's just all about timing. Mm-hmm. You could clean up, yeah. and then <laughs> one roll of the dice, and it's all gone. <laughs> it's all. That's gone. That's what makes it fun. <laughs> no. No, that's what that's makes why it. People pay so much money to go play. Yeah. <laughs> that's what makes it. I don't know, like everyday life. <laughs> the Glenn Back Program.